Music Made Me, the TuneCore podcast. I'm John Sierra Reinecker, and I'm going to be your host on today's episode. Today, we're talking with world-traveled celebrity DJ, Princess Cut. Welcome. Thank Hype you. for you Thank to you be so here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm hyped too, girl. So cool. Let's get into this. So let's start at the very, very beginning. How did you get your start as a DJ, and what or whom inspired you to become a DJ? Okay. Well, I've been <laughs> I've been surrounded. It's a loaded it question. It's a loaded question. I'm like <laughs> on the jump. But I've been surrounded by music for a long time. I can probably start with my brother, who uh, my brother's four years older than me, and he was in the rap industry, and um, now he actually produces. But when I was growing up, he was always in the studio. Him and his boys, and I was always around him and his friends. And so I got to get familiar with a lot of the hip hop that he would listen to and um, just kind of actually patterned my younger years of hip hop around that, which was like hardcore hip hop. Um, shoot, fast forward, I was always in the arts too. Like I played the piano since I was three years old. Um, yeah, I was in dance in high school. And I just love music. My friends swear that when they tell stories about me that I would always either be rapping something like Goody Mob or <laughs> beating <laughs> on the table. Or they used to say, you know, that I say I w wanted to be a DJ. I don't remember that. But as I got older, I know I started going to the clubs, um, specifically in Atlanta. And the DJ would go in on playing every kind of music except southern music but we were in the south and me and my friends <laughs> we weren't feeling it like we have a good time but we could have an even better time if they go in on the music that's you know our culture of the south so i i do remember saying like if i was going to be a dj you know i want to be a dj so i can play some southern music and um so our music down here was a big influence for me um also, um, once I did start DJing, I remember a time, I think I went to a Jay-Z concert, and I saw Kid Capri live. And he was switching the records so fast that I was just like, oh, I got it. I need to know how to do that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to know how to do that. So just watching the OG DJs, too, um, Jazzy Jeff, uh, Kemet. Um, it's a lot of West Coast, dope West Coast DJs um, that, you know, participate in the art of vinyl, which is what I started on, vinyl. So, yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of how I started DJing. You know, my, my brother and I, you know, we were we were just into the, the scene, the hip hop scene. Yeah. Cool. So what do you enjoy most about being a DJ? I enjoy the perks of being a female <laughs> DJ <laughs> because I mean well let me just say first and foremost traveling period like um I love to travel if I'm not traveling I'm not myself and DJing has allowed me to see parts of the world that I probably just would not have seen had I not been a DJ so um being able to inspire when I'm traveling and also be inspired that's the number one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I read that one of your biggest gigs was DJing for Oprah's Life You Want Tour. Have there been any gigs to follow which have surpassed that experience? 
<laughs> Who beat Oprah? Nobody has beat Oprah. <laughs> That's a funny question because no, nobody has surpassed the queen, you know? Like um, Michelle Obama hasn't hit up my line yet, but that, you know, I still can't say that that would, yeah. you know, surpass the Oprah experience because it was definitely like a surreal experience, you know? Yeah. Just working with her was amazing. She's so encouraging and all her words of wisdom just are instilled and just in me forever. And to be around that energy is is still present. So I have had, you know, an amazing gig or two, you know, a few gigs since. But that's like one of a kind (laughs) right there. So we're going to leave that right there. Okay. (laughs) So besides that experience, Uh what has been your most memorable moment as a DJ? I have a few, and so I'll break it down to a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, and of course, Oprah, you know, is one of, is, you know, the top, but um, I'm from Atlanta, and so being that I was just talking about playing the Southern music, I actually got to be the tour DJ for the Goody Mop 10-year reunion tour. And so just being in front of my hometown at the Tabernacle and the Masquerade um, and having, you know, all the bros, CeeLo and everybody introduce me in that way to the city, that was, I will never forget it, you know. And also most um, recently last year, August, I think, I traveled across the country to Uzbekistan. Wow. And I represented the government and the U.S. Embassy and taught students over there, um, might I add, who have never seen black people, and definitely not female DJs, I taught them how to DJ. And then we put on a concert over there for 3,000 plus people. So just performing in that element all the way over there, that is definitely one of the most memorable moments so far. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so shifting gears. Without a doubt, technology has made DJing today fairly easy. (laughs) Do you believe that the technological advances in the DJ world have taken away from the art of DJing? Well, they have made it a lot easier. Um, They've taken it, taken away from it. And it's also added to it at the same time. You know, it's definitely taken away the pure element of vinyl and touching vinyl and knowing how to work a turntable. And then there's also added elements like drum pads, beat pads, and just different ways to do things faster and to actually incorporate production into your into your sets and into your um, D- yeah, DJ sets so much easier. So you can, you can kind of look at it both ways, you know, but we have to, we have to go with the time. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm a lover of vinyl and my Technique 1200s. Um, I actually teach, that's what I teach when I teach on vinyl. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so for DJs that are just getting into the game, what equipment would you recommend that they try out? Would you, like, recommend traditional equipment like vinyls or newer equipment like DJ controllers? I would recommend that every DJ... It's funny because we almost just had a debate about this the other day. But I would recommend <laughs> that every DJ start on vinyl 
because once you uh, te techniques are harder to work and control, so or turntable. So once you um, know how to work those, you pretty much know how to work. You can handle almost anything. Yeah. You know, on the flip side, I'm sure Paris Hilton and Shaq and these other, you know, newer DJs that are doing making millions are not didn't learn on vinyl. <laughs> so, I mean, but I actually have a DJ school. It's called Scratch Out Loud here in Atlanta. Okay. And it's um it's all vinyl. I I will teach on controllers. Sometimes that's, that sometimes that's all people have and that's what they prefer to, to learn on. But I think it's important to learn on vinyl. And so we digging through records. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Dope. <laughs> thank you, thank dope, you. dope, dope, dope. So what do you believe are the keys to succeeding as a DJ? Um, to succeeding as a, as a DJ, I would say, first, know yourself. That way you can figure out, you know, what you love, what's your passion, what kind of music do you love, what genres do you love, what kind of events do you want to focus on, what do you not want to do, do you just want to be able to do everything? Do you want to focus on your roots? Are you from the islands? You know? Um, I would say, so I would say, know yourself, know your clients, know your genres, know your music, know your history, and network. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you got to get out there, get in the streets, hit and touch the people, and network. I mean, that's how I get so much work over the years. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now DJs are known for breaking records. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, what are the makings of a hit record? Hit record's going to have a good beat. It's probably going to have a good hook. Some records have no hooks, and they're still hit records. <laughs> but, um, and it's probably going to be catchy and a little trendy, you know? Um, well, it's definitely going to be catchy and trendy. Um, something that the people can relate to on their everyday you know, goings. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. What do you believe are the best ways or the best way for independent artists to get your attention? How can independent artists best position themselves to get their music played by you? So um, there's two ways. You have online, social media, and then, you know, if you're actually where I am and where I'm DJing and you're of age, then you can probably run into me at one of my events. Um, if we're online, you know, talk to me nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, 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 I, try to, I try to pay attention more so than I don't pay attention, but it's so much music out there. So the people that I actually open up their DMs or if they, they're trying to get me to check out music they're talking to me nice like it's not what's up bro i'm not a dude <laughs> you know what i mean it's you know that it's a nice greeting and it's if you have a moment please open up my email and they're also persistent you know yeah. so if i don't see it because we get swamped with dms then eventually i may see it if you're persistent enough to keep trying and keep sending it to me um also hey our emails information is on our Instagram page. <laughs> Sometimes I don't just really open up stuff. Um, I guess it's just depending on the day. But I would say go hard. Like social media is there. Use it. 
And then, of course, if you're reaching out while we're in the club, the best time is is before I start, period. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to go back to the social media aspect that you just mentioned uh-huh. because I think that that's so important. And I often have conversations with folks about social media etiquette when it comes Mm -hmm. to DMs (laughs) and I think whether you're an aspiring DJ or whether you're an artist I think it's so uh, so important for you to know how to reach out to someone that you're looking to connect with and not only like you said being persistent but knowing the actual verbiage to use when you are reaching out like and I think a lot of times people miss potential opportunities because they don't know how to talk in DMs. Yeah, so so I love that you said that. Yeah. yeah. And you and if for those that are listening, you know, keep that in mind. That's very, very important. Like make sure when you're reaching out to someone on their DM, not to say the what's up, yeah. bruh, especially if you're engaging with you the know, female. Seriously. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's so annoying. But I've I mean I've seen it in front of my eyes and it's been different celebrities that don't know each other but they link up. On yeah. the on the gram, and now you know they're on tracks together. So, it's it's a great tool, um, but yeah, it's definitely all about using it the right way. Like mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. So shifting gears again to date, what is the greatest lesson you've learned in your career? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> another loaded question. <laughs> yes, been so loaded. I'm like, man. <laughs> You know what I would say? Stay prepared and enjoy it. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, because if you prepare, you don't have to get prepared. And I know that's not just in my career, but um, in my line of work. But it's, you know, seriously, if you are prepared before you do your event that night, um, for all your events for the week or just I don't even know how to say what I'm trying to say but stay prepared yeah yeah yeah. no that makes perfect sense absolutely so let's talk for a moment about navigating this music industry as a woman what challenges have you faced as a female DJ oh I know how to say it stay ready you ain't got to get ready (laughs) <laughs> there we go. Um, Clarifying the last question. FYI. Yes. Thanks. Um, and your new question. So what challenges have you faced as a female DJ? As a female DJ? Um, basically, a lot of times people don't think that you're serious. They don't expect you to know how to DJ for real. Um, I've had situations, a couple situations where DJs weren't trying to respect my time. And maybe tried to play over into my set or in my set early. Mm. You know, and in situations like that, you know, it's just, I ended up just talking to the person one-on-one. And they apologized. Like, you know, maybe they were just excited. (laughs) 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 But um, the main thing is, you know, guys just looking over your shoulder. Just trying to see if you know what you're doing or not. I can't. I can't necessarily say I've had anybody try to pay short me of money or pay me less because I'm a female. So, yeah, the th- the main thing I think is just people not taking you serious. Yeah. yeah. In this industry, do you feel that you've had female mentors who have helped you to be successful in your career? I do. And um, some I've paid attention to from afar. Um, but 
One of my main mentors is actually my manager, Tamiko Hope. Yeah, (laughs) Tamiko. You know, she's such a great business-minded lady, and she has experience with different levels of the industry. So before she became my manager, I actually looked up to her and her work ethic, and um, I wanted to work with her. And just so happens it, it worked out. I reached out to her about her PR business and got some advice about some things, and she was really nice. And then um, DJ Scream ended up hooking us up, and she became my manager. And ever since, I mean, anything I need to talk about or industry-related, and at this point we're friends, you know, she's always there. So I definitely got a credit to Miko on that. There's other female DJs that I've paid attention to, like DJ Shorty. She's always killing it. She's actually from Atlanta. Um, DJ Jazzy Joyce, Spinderella. You know, there's there's females that I've paid attention to and I respect from afar that have also helped just shape me as a professional DJ. Yeah. So what advice do you have for women looking to pursue a career in the music industry? And not just DJs, Mm -hmm. but women collectively, whether it's the executive side or the artist side. What advice do you have for women looking to get into music? Um, Surround yourself with... Um, whatever element it is that you're trying to be involved in, uh, surround yourself with it as much as possible, whether that's staying in tune online or the seminars, um, meet and greets for different industry events. Because um, there's there are so many. Like, there's a, there's a couple new companies now that one of my girlfriends, she mentions to me, and I'm like, how do you find this stuff? And she's like, I'm going to the Fiverr luncheon, and I'm going to this. And I'm like, oh, it's so cool. So it's different It's different things, you know, going on in your city that you can definitely surround yourself with. And just introduce yourself. Don't be afraid to speak up ever, you know. And um, just there's so many other good women in this world. Let's like surround ourselves and just talk to other women and engage and um, good things happen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So looking ahead, how do you envision DJing or even the world of DJing collectively? How do you envision it evolving in the next, let's say decade? Next decade. Oh my God. (laughs) You know what? I can, I I can only imagine like recently uh, I saw this, (laughs) it's like the new mobile DJ Um, I saw a truck riding down the street it was a video of a truck riding down the street with this DJ elevated to the top and the DJ (laughs) had his own DJ booth and they were riding down the street with the subs and the speakers and everything and it sounds so good and then the lights and it was like the new mobile DJ (laughs) 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 and I sent it to a couple people and it blew all of our minds like Okay, um, but that's, you know, that's just, like, one element, but I see um, DJing and production, you know, merging a lot more with the new, a lot of the new equipment that's coming out, people being able to create a lot more and not just DJ. Um, I see a lot of, a lot more females um, coming up in the, in the industry in the female DJ industry, and now they even have, you know, uh, girls with beats and, like, young girls, like, workshops that I see, like, learning it at an early age. The same way I learned piano growing up, they're learning how to DJ and how to 
you know, make tracks. So um, I just think it's going to be dope. I would, l- I can't <laughs> wait to see, <laughs> see, you know, what it's going to evolve into 10 years from now. Yeah. Cool. So fun question. And it's a fill in the blank. Okay. okay. So this song blank by blank gets nearly every party hype. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This song, I Ain't Gonna Let Up by Lil Yola, gets almost every crowd hype. And there's a couple more, too, that I would like to throw in. Swag surfing is always. Funny enough, I'm thinking swag surfing. It's funny because some of the songs, like, you know, we we plan this today. Always. And then we just get in the mood (laughs) and just got to throw it out there. So, yeah, swag surfing for sure. (laughs) Yeah. What is your go-to song to motivate motivate yourself before a gig? A lot of times before my gigs, I play something opposite of what I may be doing. Um and sometimes I don't. So I listen to a lot of like Solange before my gigs. Um I love her. <laughs> I might listen to something like some trouble. <laughs> something like completely hood. Um and the songs <laughs> will probably be like Still, I'm still on cranes in the sky, or uh, apologetic by trouble. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, what's next for DJ Princess Cut? Yeah. So, what's next? The sky is definitely the limit, but for me, um, <laughs> traveling is always in the picture. The company that I went overseas with is called next level with the government and um it actually made me an ambassador wow congrats so <laughs> thank you i'm an ambassador now and i really 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 look forward to doing more work of the same kind you know because it was so fulfilling just to go over there i mean the students hovered around us while we were teaching i was teaching djing but they also we had an mc producer um, break dancer, and then sometimes they have mirrorless. So I'm definitely like looking forward to more work like that. Um, I'm also tapping into the fashion industry. Hey, clearly yeah. they can't see it, but I'm looking at her and she looks amazing. Her kicks are dope. Well, yes. thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm I'm so into fashion. And um, I'm dropping a small line um, for a festival, like partying festival goers. And it's going to be a fun, you know, glam, glamorous, hippie kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And my DJ school is called Scratch Out Loud and um, scratchoutloud.com. And, you know, just helping spread the art and the love for vinyl. You know, and keeping it alive <laughs> is exciting too. So all of that is definitely keeping me busy. I'm uh, working on some special projects with my own production oh. as well. 
Okay, so, that's a lot. A lot for right people there. to check out. That's amazing. <laughs> cool, cool thing. Yeah. So, yeah. last two questions. What final advice do you have for aspiring new DJs? Um, for aspiring new DJs, figure out um what it kind of music you love. Invest in yourself. You know, whether that's a small piece of equipment or you can go hard and and get what the professionals have just even if it's one turntable and one mixer or a small controller invest in yourself start practicing and and you know (coughs) until you can get in someone's face that's another great dj there's so many videos online um, to study and there's even lessons online it's lessons about the turntable it's lessons about the controller you can find out everything. So that would be my advice to aspiring DJs and to kind of just even study DJs that have done it before you. And then last question, what final advice do you have for independent artists? For independent artists, I would say, you know, what makes you different? What makes you stand out? Um don't always listen to the people around you and closest to you for advice. Try to get, you know, when you're playing your music, get advice from other people. And just so you can make sure everybody's telling you the truth. You don't want any, like, yes man when it comes to your music. You want to be hard on yourself and, and you know, go hard to make sure that what you present when you're in front of the right person to present it to or when you present it online. Hey. Well, DJ Princess Cut, thanks so much for joining thank us today. Thank you. You had welcome. a great thank time. Thank you so much, girl. <laughs> Love that skirt, too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> to our listeners, that is a wrap. Please don't forget to subscribe to Music Made Me, rate us on iTunes, and follow us on social media at TuneCore. Thanks for listening to Music Made Me, the TuneCore podcast. The opinions expressed in this episode are those of the individuals talking and don't necessarily reflect the opinions of TuneCore. Check out TuneCore.com to help you distribute your music, register your original songs worldwide, and more. Connect with us on all social channels at TuneCore. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. 